Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, I kind of wish that I had never gone into that battle, but... Yeah, it's been about a week. I don't even know how to count the days. I'm going to tough it out outside. Suppose we should be on our way. It's called cognitive dissonance. How hard did you hit him? Oh, shit, sorry. The problem with this is still magic. I'm kind of a wanderer myself, I suppose. Wait, why is being from water people compared to summoning an imp? I figured I might as well give it all I got because it's Doran. I have only two spells. Make flower, kill donkey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all out of flowers. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 22, Donkey's Years. MVP this week is Dan Soul Knight from our Discord, who wrote, Almost caught up on Episode 212 and could not agree more with Alex's take on Jeff Buckley's Grace. Beautiful album. Lilac Wine is my go-to. They also wrote, any more ideas on Daishane branded sad song playlist? I kind of need it now. Well, guess what? We just made one and you can find the link in the notes of this episode. Despite being around for a while, we're always looking for ways to grow. If you haven't already, please consider leaving us a positive review on your favorite podcast review site. Or hell, just share us with your friends. It would mean a lot. All right, should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! The air is close around carousing bodies of dwarves. Beer sour and slopped in their beards, breaths wild with liquor and roaring with laughter. It's dark, but for a bit of torchlight and a fireplace, and rain hammers against the window panes like an army trying to break its way in. The hot flame rule night whipped into the frenzy of a summer thunderstorm, just like the dwarves inside the longhouse. Doran Ironfist, face unscarred by the talon of a devil, and with fewer wrinkles from the wear of time, sits at the head of the festivities, banging his fist on the table and head nearly in his lap, desperately catching his breath from laughter at some body joke. 
He wears a flimsy metal crown, something wrought somewhat haphazardly, and bearing the dwarven rune for elder. The man beside him adds another coarse sentence to the end of the joke, and the table erupts again into helpless chaos. Someone kicks over a chair. Thunder rolls over uneasily in the distance. The door slams open and rain pours through behind the dwarf that stomps in, looking for all the world like he'd just taken a swim. He shakes like a dog, spraying half the room, eliciting jeers, and then his red-rimmed eyes find Dorian. He draws his greatsword and salutes, holding the sword overhead, then slamming his fist against his chest. Commander! Tonight, in honor of the celebration of your scarning, we hunt to arms. The longhouse boils over in furious activity, dwarves pounding whatever open containers of liquor are at hand, buckling weapons to themselves and rushing out into the night. Doran is there, alongside them, happy to be amongst old friends, stupidly drunk, and yet still steady on his feet, blinking rainwater out of his eyes and looking up at the roiling clouds as the dwarven hunting party creeps through the dark forest. The mouth of a cave is pointed out through the driving downpour, and someone hands Doran a flask of something fiery enough to make him cough. The battalion of dwarves stamping and muttering a chant to raise bloodlust. The weapons come out of sheaths, and then they're pounding across the last few meters towards the cave. The air inside is stale and familiar. Doran is not even fully inside yet when the first screams are ripped from the throats of the enemy, and despite being rusty from years of peace, he is ready with his axe slashing and ripping through the horde, sidestepping a counterattack and whirling easily to cut down his foe, stopping a moment too long. His eyes traveling up, head spinning from the drink, squinting to focus on a pathetic little tapestry, some fragment of cloth scrawled with goblin text, something Doran had only begun to learn to read earlier that year. Through the ebbing sound of combat, the last gurgles of a bloody death, through his bleary vision, he reads the little banner, and then panic dribbles through his consciousness. A sick moment of realization, he uses the shaft of the axe to roll a body onto its back and recognizes their face. No, no, no. And that's when you wake up. No. Darren, wake no. up! You're you, you, muttering. You, uh, what's going on? I, 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 you were all asleep, and you just started screaming. Oh yeah, yeah. I was having a, I was having a bad dream. I, uh, well, you yeah. woke everyone I, up now. It's barely even dawn. And Doran's like already oh, getting up, and he, he's he's pacing and kind of. I'm, I'll, I'll be right back. I just need I need to clear my head for a minute. And he kind of walks, sort of in a big circle around around camp. He doesn't really leave your sight or anything. Jack nods to Kieran to sort of chase after him and see if he can cheer Doran up a little bit as he's sitting there. Anybody hear anything when you say? <sighs> Is he always like this? Yeah, he's weird. Oh, you mean like muttering in his sleep? Or you mean the person sending their dog? Uh, no, I mean Doran. You get used to it. 
Uh, well, I, I don't think he's been like this before. Is that a bad dream? Yeah, but he doesn't have bad dreams. I'm usually the one with the bad dreams. <laughs> Mari looks over and she's like, believe me, you're going to hear a lot of muttering for a while from everyone in this tent, aside from maybe Jack. <laughs> but even then. <laughs> Am I not do, I, do I not mutter? You, you're an elf. You don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you mutter, but when you're awake... And I have to hear it. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, it's more conscious. Than <laughs> um, oh, fucking red. <laughs> but no, he's not normally like this. He does seem to be more uh, intense as we're getting closer to, well, I guess his home. And we are camping. Jesus Christ. I take a wide step away from Jack. Anyway, one, I think he's... Mari gets up and walks out of the tent to go check on Doran. <laughs> I'm not dealing with puns this early in the morning. <laughs> I'm coming too. It's a very normal time to wake up so you can see the sunrise. It's Jack standing there by himself talking. <laughs> Finishing the sunrise. Yeah. Mari crawls out That's of the tent funny. and goes over to Doran, who I assume is still pacing and muttering. Oh, hey, hey, Mari. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I had one of those dreams. It seemed so real um it was a memory dream you know not not to get too personal and uh i don't really want to go into it but it was i can tell it stressed you out because i mean you remembered my name so <laughs> clearly, clearly something oh, uh, yeah something's <laughs> clouding your mind so if you if you want to talk about it well I, maybe it's just the fact that uh well i'm getting more used to you being around you know well it's been it's i don't even know how to count the days neither do i i don't even know how to count half the time <laughs> red walks up behind after leaving as well <laughs> yeah it's been about a week and i'm glad you're warming up to marry where the hell that dog go yeah hey red hey yeah i haven't really been too open with you guys and, and girl and you know, I mean, maybe it's time i start being a little bit more honest and just open with you people you know, I had I had one of those dreams, you know, one of the dreams that was sort of like a memory, and, and it was a little too real. I kind of woke up thinking I was back at a place, so, but... War stories kind of thing? Yeah. Hey, hey, Jack. Oh, hey, Jack. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I better go back in the tent. Everybody walked off. Or... You know, I've been, in, I've been in a lot of battles and a lot, I've seen a lot of death, and it was just one of those situations where... You know, I kind of wish that I had never gone into that battle, but it is what it is. Was it a battle? Because some of the things you were saying dictate differently. Well... You said something that makes me think that it was something you saw. It was just memories. And, and you know, I, I know I just said that I want to be more open with you people, but they're just bad memories and they turn into bad dreams. And I think it's all just because we're... In and around where I grew up, you know. Right, but Doran, if your subconscious is trying to tell you something, you know, if these dreams or memories are starting to bubble back yeah. up, I don't know, maybe an easy way to get over them is to, you know, expel them. Expel them? Well, you know, talk about them. Throw them up. Well, you can't really get rid of a memory, can you? Well, sometimes showering it does. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Since you talked about stunted Danlin's Peak... You haven't been plagued by that anymore. Mm. When you went back to confront Chaos Hammer, or who you thought was going to be Chaos Hammer, and you confronted your past, yeah. you yeah. dealt yeah. with it in a way. You you kind of handled it, you know, head on, and and you seem like you're better for it. Well, you definitely have something there, Red. But 
putting yourself into the situation is a little different than talking about it. I, I'm just not ready at this time. He's so repressed. You know, why don't, why don't we keep on our, our way? And uh, time is right. Hey, look, I hear you. As someone who was part of the Assassin's Guild, I, I, it took a long time to share that. I'm right there with you. Hey, we all got stuff. Hey, Miranda, you know, you, you, you too. I'm sure you got repressed memories along with all of us. Maori came from water people. Jack summoned an imp. You summoned a what? It was a bad choice. Isn't that like really dangerous stuff? Yeah. Wait, why is being from water people compared to summoning an imp? Well, it's not that it's compared to summoning an imp. I just don't know anything about you, and I didn't want you to feel left out. Touche. <laughs> I remember that. I remember it bit somebody's ass. Oh, it stole all of these things from all of us, and it, yeah. it, it made us blame each other, and it got real... Tried to turn us all against each other. Well, I think it successfully did. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Why would you summon an imp? Yeah, Jack, why? And Red Light puts his chin on both of his hands and turns towards <laughs> you. At the time, we had just gotten out of Grudhog, the the castle of the uh, hill giant queen, and we just thoroughly got our asses beat, and we were searching for any kind of help or answers, and we needed we needed power mostly. <laughs> yeah, that's subconsciously what spoke to me from the void, and I thought, fuck, we'll try it because I got feeling pretty hopeless at the moment. Wasn't a good decision. Make some bad decisions when you're feeling kind of hopeless. It's called cognitive dissonance. Yeah. It basically means that he can justify anything, regardless of his actions. Yeah. Veranda's just looking between the four of you like, what the fuck have I stepped into? <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, um, well, I'm going to go and get some firewood. The point of the story is that we all have our baggage, and as much as I think it's right for you to share it, Doran. I also would agree that it's got to be right when it's right for you, you know? Yeah. I'm no model of uh, sharing uh, when I should have, you know? So. Uh, Plus, these are memories that, you know, that's already happened. There's nothing I can do about it now. And Well, most memories already happened, Doran. All memories have already happened. Well, yeah, I suppose you're right. I don't know if that... But these ones doubly so. <laughs> 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 I suppose if you're remembering something that hasn't happened already, then that's just a lie. Doran kind of trails <laughs> off and then uh, heads back, heads back to start rolling up his bedroll. Jack mumbles to himself about incompetent soldiers getting whole battalions killed and assassins killing lots of people, and how an imp didn't get anybody killed, just put a lot of people out of joint. But that's fine. I'm the evil one. You're muttering <laughs> again, judging. Jack. Jack yeah. mumbles very loudly. Since when did we start sleeping in a tent inside oh, of Liam's, Liam's tiny, tiny hut? Is just shaped like a tent today. <laughs> I like it. Liam's tiny tent. I also like the idea that Red and maybe even Mari have their own tents outside of the hut sometimes, just to get the real camping experience. Just a, just a, sometimes Mari just needs a little space. I picture it often starts with Red being like, I'm going to tough it out outside in the cold on these mountains and starts yeah. out there. And in the morning, the tent is just on the inside mm -hmm. of the border. <laughs> I would imagine no, he'd not be only inside, that. like delicately spooning yeah. one of them. <laughs> no, he's like, he's like inside, like wrapped around one of our necks, you know, like a cat. Oh, would yeah. So Doran starts to roll up his bedroll and he's getting things going. I suppose mm -hmm. we should be on our way. I mean, you know, yeah, Mari goes over to Jack and is like, it's actually fine that you brought up an imp. I actually have a cousin who's an imp, like not related, like blood. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, huh? mm. How does when, that work? 
Uh, yeah, how does I, that work? Family is complicated. I mean, don't have to tell me that twice. Um, <laughs> this is an adopted cousin. <laughs> so yeah, there's no imp in the I, bloodline. But <laughs> no, I mean, the I with a family full of wizards, it's hard to really tell where it all came from. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I heard, I heard Doran say something like, what the fuck is that? Which to me does not seem like a battle. It seems like coming across something you didn't want to find. Hey, Veranda, you want to help me hunt a rabbit? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I heard you don't. Jesus, stay I, here then. No, 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 I'll, I'll come. No, I'll no, come don't you. worry. You stay here. <laughs> she's like, she's like moping a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. You stay here. What's wrong with you, Veranda? I mean... And she sits down on a log nearby. You, you're thinking that you've fallen in with a bunch of misfits. And <sighs> she sighs. No, no, it's not that. Hell, is there a gas leak? Why is everyone so depressed? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to seem ungrateful, okay? I recognize that what you guys did for me was right by your own measure. Finding me in the woods turned to stone and taking me with you and restoring me. And thank you again, Mari, for that. I really appreciate your help. I just wish that I could have... Listen, I saved that mule from mistreatment. Todd. Yeah. We traveled a long ways together. He was like my family. And the farther away we get from his body, I just wish that I could have given him a proper burial, you know? Like, mm. it just it doesn't feel right that his body was just left in the snow to be torn apart by wolves or whatever scavengers and I just I would have loved to have been able to bury him and don't want to be ungrateful but I'm just feeling a little bit sore about that this morning very fair hey it's alright totally I, yeah. uh, I had a horse myself named Asta a few months back that uh, after some trolls attacked the inn we were staying at they uh, they killed him, and uh, it tore me up. I I I, I hear you. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't know. I guess in the moment, it's. I mean, you were turned okay. to stone. We just well, sort of. <laughs> on the way back down, we do have to. Um, we're coming back this way. I mean, we we could probably stop on the way back to give your mule a, a proper burial. I think I'll probably find a, my own way to mm. mourn him eventually. Well, I named my bow after my horse, if you need any ideas. <laughs> well, that's nice. Mari has has enough experience with sort of trying to wrestle with death, so this kind of this kind of sets off something in her. And she's killed so many donkeys. She's yeah, killed so she many donkeys. Fucking hates them. She does. It's, it's really. She's it's like, oh, really. Going, guys, going. I'll be a second. Uh, I'm just gonna tie up the horses. Walk up to a donkey Slit inside. Throat. Stab. <laughs> drown. And the worst part is like the two or three days ahead of that, where she goes into them and whispers as she's brushing them down, like I'm two days left. You. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> really gotta. It's not okay. I'm gonna get uh, guys, you. you're ruining all of my character reveals. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, yeah. could you imagine, though? <laughs> I'm Mari, horse killer. 
<laughs> just enough episodes in for you to fall in love with me. Now we're going to reveal mm-hmm. the yeah. real secrets. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I also I also kick dogs and I kill horses. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, just because I'm a good adventurer doesn't mean I <laughs> am nice to animals. <laughs> oh no. She's like many the, layered characters. Yeah. Worst what druid you, ever. You to say what a terrible druid. The druid who hates. I animals. have to speak to animals so that I can insult them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's, just, she's just saying all these horrible things. She's like, "Look at you, little shit." You know what this? You know how you know what this is that I'm eating? This is meat. <laughs> you know how many ways there are to skin a cat? I do. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna practice one more she's tonight. Trouble. She's been druined. Oh no! Sorry. Anyway. Veranda stands up and she's like, "You know, yeah, yeah, Red, I'll come and help you." Sorry, guys, I don't mean to bring this whole thing down. Although, Go kill an animal to make myself feel better. It's <laughs> kind of the vibe around here. He's like, today. "Do you? I know that we can't go back, but if you like, there is a way that we could at least pay passage that we can say goodbye." Are you a necromancer? Yes. No. <laughs> could you imagine? Surprise! Is your donkey back? Kill me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm a necromantic <laughs> druid, so I only bring back plants and animals. If you're like, <laughs> guys, my oh, no. my my Donkey. fern my fern died, and I'm like, surprise, it's a zombie now. <laughs> <laughs> Mari takes out the flower dagger and like strikes it against her walking stick, and so some flowers fall out, and she picks them up, and she holds her hand out to Veranda and just says, "Take my hand," and. She casts just a small little, a little glyph just appears and it's basically just appears in the snow in front of them and she holds the flowers and they just burst into flames. Aww. And it's just a little, it's a little, it's a tiny little ritual just to say goodbye to someone. It's really nice. Thank you. Can you also heal my cat? Oh, I guess we slept. So yes. <laughs> I, uh... You know what really helped? Like, you brought oh, my fucking cat back. You know what? Sorry, I just used my spell slot on that Jesus, flower, flower thing. Burn. <laughs> I'm really sad about flycatcher. Shit, yeah, I forgot that. That's actually that's actually a fifth level spell. Yeah. It's, it's like the most useless mm. fifth level spell. It's a fifth um, level. Spell? Yeah, every time I do that, it like burns through spell slots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of them. It uses <laughs> six spell slots. I have only two spells: make flower, kill donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of flowers. <laughs> Which oh, one of you is making an ass out of yourself? That's really that's good. That's the joke of the episode. Oh, I, I want to give you inspiration for that. Can I give half? Okay, I'm giving you a shared inspiration because that punchline was half Alex, half Rob. All meat. <laughs> you have to use it together. You have to decide Ooh. when you're going to use your inspiration. It's a, com- it's a combo move, really. That's right. Like Rob likes <laughs> All right, well, let uh, Maori bring back your little cat thing. We'll go hunting for rabbits. Flycatcher. Sounds good. Let's do it. Do you have a weapon or something? Uh, great Ah, don't point. worry. I'll give you a dagger or something. Uh, oh, I have a dagger. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure you do. Oh, so they've gone to get some food. Let's start a little fire and make it... Uh, <clears throat> your, uh, your cousin sure has some weird stuff, Jack says, turning the, the tuning fork the, with a key with tuning fork hands and the half yeah. treasure map and stuff that he picked up. Yeah, he really did. That was kind of nice to see him. Don't touch my rat. No, Get no, we rat. won't. We won't. We won't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch the rat. <laughs> <laughs> touch the rat. Come here. Come no, come here, Joel Gass right is, uh, that's my mother's uh, sister's sons. Nice. Older or younger than you? He's about the same age, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, we're about, we're only a year apart. Yeah. 
Jolgus uh, didn't follow in the same footsteps that I did. Mm. Back in the forest. <sighs> Sorry uh, about Doran and everybody, including myself. No, you know what? It's fine. I have a lot of experience getting to know strangers, so... Yeah, you said you're all traveled this side of Faerun. Why? I mean, like I said, it's just kind of the way I've chosen to live my life, you know? I'm uh, I'm a wanderer. I don't like to f- be someplace too long, you know? Uh, there's something about familiarity that breeds contempt, some saying like that. Ah, yeah, I know that feeling. Jack, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and just to, to re-shine <laughs> a spotlight on Veranda, because I think I sort of breezed over her, being that she was made of stone initially. This halfling woman, she's short, even for a halfling. She's got these fitted leather pants on. They're like fantasy capris. They end like mid-calf. And she's barefoot even in the snow. I think Orin also was mm-hmm. barefoot. It's just mm-hmm. a halfling, halfling. thing. She seems to be unbothered by the cold. Her body is wrapped in a cozy-looking, deep, mustard-colored cloak, Mm. and she's always got her hood up. Dark, long black hair hanging down out of the sides in this, like, wild tousel. She's pretty young, but she's confident-looking, except when, I guess, you guys are worried that there's trouble on the road, in which case she will climb a tree when instructed to by Mari. She's got dark skin, freckled cheeks and gray eyes and she's holding the dagger that you gave her a little bit um unfamiliar that's a glass dagger i think it's dragon glass a ghost glass or something i don't know a friend gave it to me Never where's heard your of kin it? from is it the you know are you water davian down south up north i'm from Faerun, other side of the sea that away and he points to the west not Faerun then no not really i'm kind of a wanderer myself i suppose Came here to try to sell wares and then got in with some bad people and uh, killed a lot of people for a, for a long time. Well, not a long time. What's a long time when you're killing someone? Anyway, and then I got uh, together with these people and we've been, well, we've been hunting giants ever since. Where across the sea? Uh, Faerun. Wait, what did I say? Uh, Maztica. <laughs> Maztica? Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny it, you know it's very uh, similar to to Faerun in the way that the far far north is nice and icy but the down south is a lot warmer very sandy a lot of giant beetles and plants uh, that sounds terrifying yeah, i'm not going to lie what about you are you out east or i'm from near here just on the other side of the high moor there's a place called the misty forest oh. have you ever been there i don't think so uh, just around that area. Oh, right. Can I roll insight on her? Sure. That is the 15. Um, yep. She, I mean, she's being vague. She didn't give you, like, a specific location, but from what you can tell, that's that's the truth. Right, right, right. Cool. Well, how good are you at hunting game? Uh, I'm <clears throat> not, not super great, uh, but I'm excited to learn from you. Hey, don't learn. Let's have a little bet. <laughs> a bet? A little challenge. Sure. First one to spear breakfast. Uh... Uh, sings a song. First one to spear breakfast will be serenaded by the other party. I like the sound of that. that that's pretty good. I don't have a lot of money, so I don't. 
I mean, she looks you up and down at all of your like sparkling gear and your magic arrows and your cloak of useful items. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I don't think I could, I don't have any material things. That a you song know. sounds great. Hell, it's, uh, it's worth a lot to me to hear someone's voice. Let's do it. Perfect. And she stealths away, dagger clutched in her. So you guys going to roll for it? No, because Red's not going to hunt. He's just going to watch her hunt. Oh, Because I don't give a shit about winning. I give a shit about watching. I tell her. She's too trusting. Her first mistake was thinking I was just an idiot. <laughs> I am, but I'm not just an idiot. <laughs> Stupid like a fox. Cool. Meanwhile, back at camp. Okay, well, Jack, you're going to want to put your hand here. And you gotta, like, Amari, you gotta use some muscle. Like, what is with you two? Come on, look at this. And he, like, taps both of your arms. Like, where's the muscle? Come on. What is going well, on? It, with enough momentum, you can throw her. You just put your hand here. If you here. throw me, I swear to God. I, I swear to all of the gods. He's not gonna throw you. I, 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 You know what? I don't think either of you are throwing the other. It's just not gonna happen. Thank crikey that you guys are both magic Doran, users. I know, I know that we had that little thing where we didn't have magic, but I don't know if the best option is for both of us to learn how to fight. But yeah. what happens if you're right up in someone's face like you are to me here and let's say let's say I start to threaten you. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna punch me in the face. Come on, give me a whack in it. Give me a whack in the face. Mari Come on. Come on. Mari Here, grabs, show me what you got. grabs her walking stick and she spins it. And when she spins it, you see that all of a sudden all these carvings turn a light blue color. Ooh. And she cracks Doran across the head with the helmet. Oh. And uh Dang. and there's just this shower of like little like blue sparks shoot out of there. Okay, okay, okay. Doran like falls on his butt and then he stands up. He's like, yeah, but the problem with this, and he yanks the thing out of your hand. He says, the problem with this is still magic. And he throws it off to the side. As soon as it leaves her hand, the blue disappears. Yeah. She goes, Jack, do you want to try? All right, Doran. And Jack puts up his fisticuffs and Come on. his best like, Show me what you impression got. of the, the you know shadow thief of Waterdeep or whatever from a, from a story because it's definitely <laughs> not. But he, he throws a punch. He does not... It does not land. It doesn't come anywhere near. Uh, he's a little off balance. <laughs> okay. All right. See, Jack, you're going to want to put, put back foot there, front foot sure. here. Try Now try again. Come on. I'm right here. To. Come on. Connect with me. Connect with me. Right here. Uh, he points at his jaw. He points at his own jaw. Despite your best efforts, Jack connects. Yeah. Lands a solid one, oh. but almost it's like it, it drops a little low, and he like punches your throat and not your jaw. <laughs> it's like it's a good hit. Oh, oh shit! Sorry. Oh. Uh, uh. Whoa. Uh, uh. Also, okay. that he hit low on a dwarf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he was—he he knew he had to go low. He okay. just hadn't great calibrated how low he needed to go, right? Like, remember that? Remember that one, Jack? Remember that? What? I'm sorry, are you all right? Sorry. Oh, oh give me that one, Jack. Where, oh, where, how hard did you hit him? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I—I I figured I might as well give it all I got because it's Doran. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, that's it. Go for the neck. And now you. Mari, let's go. Oh. Come on. Come on. I'm not oh, going to punch you on, in the neck. Come on. Come oh. on. Give me what you got. <laughs> Mari uh, is not much of a fighter, but she does she does have three sisters and she's come the on. second and she's the come second oldest. Right. Give me what you got. Let's see your fist. Let's see yeah. that fist. No, come on. Come make it tight. Make it 
like a tight fist and Doran's like grabbing your hand she she sort of like fakes like she's not going to do it and then she just not as hard as I think she well she would normally but she just cracks him across the jaw it's still not very strong though she's quite she's very noodly okay okay I know I I get where you're going for there I didn't why does anybody hit anyone this hurts your hand so much ow God. But you got to do it a few times. We need our hands for our work. I <laughs> know. How can I? Just as you are cradling your injured hand, Ow. Mari, you hear a howl in the distance. Back with Red and Veranda. Red is perched on like a birch tree. Still as anything, his eyes as slits, scanning the snow looking for veranda are you using pass without trace yeah i've cast pass without trace and i can roll stealth all right that's a 37 okay great because <laughs> i rolled 27 and yeah. i have pass without trace it's, it's a trivial feat red is for you. so fucking silent he doesn't even know he's there whoa i scared myself <laughs> he's like oh, oh. <laughs> Veranda passes underneath a tree close by you, and you have a great vantage point, Red, as she drops to her knees in front of what turns out to be a rabbit burrow, the the opening to a warren. And she does something with the glass knife that you don't quite see, just behind the folds of her robe, hidden from your view. She's kneeling. And then she drops something on the ground, just on the outside of the burrow. And in a moment or two, the sniffing, curious head of a rabbit protrudes from the hole. She raises this glass dagger up high and plunges it down into the spine of this rabbit and then gathers it up by the ears this dripping carcass now looks around and begins to walk back in the general direction towards where the camp is and then you hear the howl red turns in the direction of the howl watches her till she's out of sight slides down and begins walking towards her and like in a real cool guy move he like pulls the ball off his back and like fires an arrow to the side and like kills a rabbit, skips over and picks it up and then jogs after her. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Cytosine, Daniel, Elizabeth H, Glory, Doug, Kirsten Wolf, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars, Lasagna, Lena J, Lorelei Feldman, Last Ruth on the Left, Lost with Two Faces, Marimo, Melissa, Moss, Matilda Rushing, Matt Wordberry, Merlin, Michelle Kahn, Tama Konatsa, Reagan, Shadowhaven, Sky, Tara, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper 939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo! Thank you so much!
No, I, I, I love the idea of the necromantic druid who only brings back plants. But the, um, what, a, mm-hmm. what a life in the city for all of the like people who can't care for their house plants but still want something tropical just to be like, no, no I'll give you a zombie ficus. Oh, yeah. Them. She's yeah. sought after. <laughs> well, this thing's yeah. doing really well, though it's yeah. pale it's too and going looks too well. dead. Just it's two <laughs> drops of blood a month. All you got to put in that soil uh, is to go. Vines coming <laughs> over from all, all the other plants just like snaking mm-hmm. over. <laughs> Don't let it bite another plant, though. That's where it really gets else. in trouble. Double zombie. Yes. Yes. Um, what was I doing? Character moment? Oh, I don't man. remember. You said uh, you were, you guys were we going to go pay passage. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Pay passage. That's right. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 